0: Okay, so this is going to be our last year of Masachas Brachos. This has been an intro to get our feet wet, start learning Ksubas together. Well it's been, Hashem, it's been a nice experience. It's been a growing experience. It's very Geshmak. But uh, this is going to be our last one next week. We're starting Masachas Ksubas. So let's take a look here at this Gemara, with the Gemara on the and Alep in the middle, two dots, at Birkos Hazimun. Till when does Birkas Hazimun go? Rav Nachman Omar Rav Nachman says a Until you get say Nevarich, that's the end of Birkas Hazimun. Rav Sheshas Amar Ad Hazan. Rav says it goes past Nevarich. It goes through the whole bracha of Hazan. Proposes the Gemara Nimekhetenai. <coughs> Maybe we could say this Machlikah. Rav Nachman, Rav is actually a Machlikah Tena'im, because we have a dispute between two Braces The Tanichada Birkas is Muzal in Shneim one Braise says that Birkasamazan is either two or three Brachos and a different Braise says that Birkasamazan is three or four Brachos so qualifies the Gemara as such let's assume that both Braises are of the opinion that the Bracha of the fourth Bracha of Birkasamazan, isn't Raisa. So Raisa baha is is it not that this is what the point of the dissension is? in the Time Machlikas, the Brayer that says that Birkas is made up of two or three brachas Kesavra and Hazan. he's of the opinion that the Birkas Hazimun goes to Hazan So in a case where you have a Zimun, you make the bracha of Birkas um, I'm sorry, Birkas Hazon. Then the bracha birkas haaretz and the bracha benin Yerushalayim that's if you have a zimun that's if you say Sholish. but if you say av have shtayim shtayim all you say is birkas Aretz and birkas benin Yerushalayim because birkas hazan is part of the zimun here you don't have a zimun the opinion that says you say three or four brachos is of the opinion that you say up until nevarich and that what? when you say three brachos you say and 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 if you have a Zemon you say fourth bracha of the Zemon. <coughs> so that's the Gemara's initial proposition that whether or not you hold the Gurnachnur of will determine which Bryce you're going like. We'll attribute the braces to be like the sands of Nachnar of That the Gemara says though. That is not have to be, it's not concrete. Why? Rav Nachman Matarets the Taimei. Rav Nachman could explain the Bryce according to his opinion. Rav Sheshis the Taimei. And Rav Sheshis could explain the Bryce according to his opinion as well. Rav Nachman Matarets the Taimei. Rav Nachman could explain the Brysa to be working like him. Dekulei Alma a'nevorech. That both Bryces hold that the Birka Zimun ends at nevorech. Manda Amr Shalish Va'ar Shapir. According to the Braisa, that says that there's three or four brachos in Birkas HaMazan. That makes sense. Why? There's three brachos, birchas HaZan, Birkas Oritz, and birchas Benin Yushalayim without a zimun, And when there's a Zemun, there's four brachos, because you also have the Birkas HaZimon. Or Manda Al-Mashtayim B'Shalish, and the opinion that says there are two or three brachos. How could that be? I'm Nachman will sell you, hacha be Birkas Polem askinon. We're talking about a case of birchas polim. Birchas is a gemara earlier wrote on Deuteronomy, Da Amamar. So what is that? Mar said pesach be hazon. You make one bracha of hazon, the k'nilal b'nei Yerushalayim, and you include the bracha of b'nei Yerushalayim be birchas arutz and be So therefore, you only make two brachos. You only make a birchas hazon, and you can you include you make an abridged version of birchas arutz and b'nei Yerushalayim into one bracha, and it's abbreviated. There, you would have two brachos if you don't have a zemun, and if you make a zemun with the birkas apolim, then you would have three brachos. And that's how you could attribute the second price. and not to be talking about a normative birkas Amazon. We're talking about a birkas apolim. That's where Nachman stands. Ravshashis, Mataras the Taimai. And Ravshashis could explain the prices according to his opinion. The Kule Alma, that everyone agrees, both prices agrees, at Hazan. That zemun the birkas, the goes to Hazan. If you hold this two or three brachas, it makes sense. Why? The two brachas that you say will be from the after the birchas, the ziman ends. So you say birchas, ha'aretz, and binyanushalayim, that's the two brachas. And you say three brachas in the case where there's a ziman. You'll also say birchas, hazon. So then, shapir makes sense. And according to the author of the brise that says you make three or four brachas, how could that be? It must be that he holds it, ate vametis deraisa tova mitiv deraisa means that the fourth bracha, which normally we assume, means that that is only derabanan. This brayso have to say establishes that it holds that it is a deraisa, and therefore, when you make three brachos, you're making birchas ha'aretz, binyan and atziva mitiv. And when you're making four brachos, that's with a zimon. and then you're making hazan, birchas ha'aretz. Binyan Yerushalayim and and that'll end up being 4 Brochel That's the basic read of the Gemara. And obviously, we're going to have to try to open up the Gemara now and see how this makes sense. Ask some questions and try to work out the different sheetas here. So now, the first thing that I want to point out is the language of the Gemara itself. The Gemara uses an interesting language. It calls the concept of Zimun Birchel Sazimun. Now, Birchel Sazimun is very interesting. The Pashtas it sounds like, that's actually considered a bracha. The same way, if I say, Baruch atoshem, that's a bracha, so saying Rabbi of Voreich is also considered a bracha. Now that's a chiddish. The Pashtis of what we set up until now in the Rishinim is not like that. The Pashtis is that it's an introduction, which is defining my Birkos HaMozon, which is going to be as a Birkos to Rabbim. It makes us a gufech, but whatever it's trying to do, it's a preparatory ceremony. But it's not that the, the the Zimun itself is a bracha. That's horror number one. But the Pashto the Gemara, implies it is a bracha. And worse than that, later on, once you get to the stance of Rav Nachman, right, forget Rav Sheishas now, because Rav Sheishas holds that the Zimun is part of the actual Birch So the fact that he calls it a bracha, fine. But according to Rev Nachman, the Gemara is also very clear. And the world of Rav Nachman, the Zimun is also considered a bracha when we're counting how many brachas are being said in Birch Amazon. And that's not including the Birchus So besides our Dirk here and the Birchus the actual the Gemara is explicit, at least in the sense of Rav Nachman, that Zimun Diok considered a Bracha. That's, that's a massive Kiddush. Now, let's start the Gemara. The Gemara asks ad Heichon Birchus Hazimun. Now, that's a very interesting question. Until where is Birchus Hazimun? What's that question even mean? There's a question which... I'm saying, what's that mean? What is that? So Rashi explains it. Yeah? Rashi says... That you need three people in order to say it. And there's only two people, then you shouldn't say it. So according to Rashi, the the question of the Gemara is, what do I have to have three people four in order to be able to say, that means then if I don't have three people, I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't say it. Now that's a chiddush, yeah. But what's going to get going to get even more interesting? Let's let's see Rashi in the continuation. So Rashi continues. Sometimes what does it mean? Sometimes there's and Sometimes it's three Brachas. Katezad, so how does that manifest? When there are three people there and there's a Zimun, Hain Shellish Brachas, there's three Brachos. Ukshem Shnaim, there's only two people eating, Hain Shdebrachus. There's only two Brachos, can we find Azel? Now, in the world of Ribshes, where do we think Birchaseman goes to? The Kasava Birchazeman had a zan. It goes through the full first brach of a zan. Ukshem Shnaim and when there's two people, says Rashi. So in Imrim Elabirch So Rashi is explicit, then the world of Ribshes, when you say two brachos you don't say Birchhasan. All you say is Yerushalayim and Bircha So so that's that's wild, right? That means that according to Rashi, when a person benches by himself without a Zeman, he doesn't say Birchhasan. He says Birch'arats and Yerushalayim now, I brought to you a Gemara Dath Memches. The Gemara Dath Memches Amad Bez says that Meshe Rabbeinu instituted, established, the Bracha of That's the Din deraisa. Pashtus. Meshe Tiken Yisrael, Birchaz Hazan. Beshar Mon. That's part of the, the Birchaz Hamazan According to Rashi, there's not a Zeman in the world of Rav Sheshis. So then, the Din is that they don't say Birchaz how Could that be? How could that be? How could that be? Mystery. We're going to get back to it, but that's a question which is catastrophic. Now, I'm not the only one who says this because of this issue. I just want to point out another issue here. There's another issue that when the Gemara is counting the amount of brachas that are being said, so does the Gemara count brachos derabanan? The answer is absolutely not. How do I know? Because the Gemara is only willing to count ativa in the world of Shisha as the brachos. If ativa is deraisa, so when ativa is deraisa, then it can become part of the minyan brachos. But if mitiv is only derabanan, we don't count the minyan brachos. And that's explicit also in the world of Reb Nachman, right? That when Reb Nachman says three and four. So it doesn't count binyan. it doesn't count a tivametiv. It counts the Hazan, it counts because it's a mini and it also counts Zimon. It doesn't count Ateviametiv. So it's clear from both in Ranachan and Rashesh, at least in the world of Rashi, we'll see the other shared also, that we don't count anything which is a brachadiraban. So to that we have to ask, how is that consistent? What a teva mitiv, which is a brocha durabonon, that we wouldn't count. But guys, what's birchas hazimon? Birchas hazimon is also durabonon Pashtas. We found, you know, a chrinin that were willing to say contemplate maybe it was a deraisa, right? Maybe only 10, right? We have different opinions here, but the pashtas so is birchas hazimon is a dindirabanon. So birchas hazimon is a dindirabanon. So how then could it be? That we're willing to, yes, count the Birkos HaZimun as one of the Brachas, Mimanav if we don't count Brachas to Rabbanon, like we see by a don't count Zimun. we're counting zimuns, then count out to even if it's not the Raisa. another Kasha. So, this is very difficult. Lemaisa, Rashi's read of the Gemara, though, is very smooth. Rashi wants to know what Heikon birchas hazimun how far does Birkos HaZimun continue till? What's the purpose for that? The purpose for knowing Ad because a is how much do I know when I say it by myself? I either say two brachos according to Rav Sheishis, when I'm by myself or three with a Zimun and according to Rav Nachman I say three brachos when I'm by myself and four with a Zimun. I there's a Bryce that says not like that so the Bryce of two and three like Rav Nachman in the world of Rav Sheishis, in the world of Rashi, I'm sorry is talking about B'kos HaPolim so they have an abbreviated benching. And the world of 3 and 4, and the world of Avshashis, is talking about the Tzad, that a tivamitiv is deraisa. So the Gemara reads very, very Gashmak, according to Rashi, but we have some massive questions here. With that being said also, there's a benefit in Rashi, like we pointed out, the language of Birkas HaZimun is actually very, very precise in this world. That Birkas HaZimun, regarding the minion of Brochas that are being said here, when you mention with the Zimun, Rashi is actually very, very precise. So comes along Tisvis, and Tisvis asks four questions on Cheetahs Rashi. And the four questions are numbered as follows. Number one, how could Rashi explain in the world of Rav Sheshis that a yachid doesn't make a birkas Or like we said, from the G'mon Memches, the of a birkas is actually a dindaraisa. So how could it be then that, that Rashi could explain Cheetahs Rav Sheshis that you know, a yelchid is actually exempt from part of a mitzvah deraisa. That can't be. Kasha number one. Kasha number two. That practically speaking, when it comes to la-maisa, and the machalikas of Nachman le Sheshis, we paskin like Sheshis. If we paskin like Sheshis, that means that according to Rav Sheshis, a yelchid is only chayev in two brothels so if that's true the halacha is like of and only chayven two brachos how come the gemara colloquially always refers to benching as shalash brachos you're not chayven shalash brachos you're actually chayven shtay brachos kasha number three is that look what people are doing it's meisim b'chol yoim that people bench everyone benches three brachos and they bench because of Muslim. so what are you talking about you're only in two brachos it's not true look what everyone's doing the whole world's making a mistake It can't be rashi that's question number three. And question number four is from a Gemara later on. The Gemara makes a drasha. It says, So it's very, very clear that according to the Gemara, we have two separate drashas. One drasha is a drasha teaching birchas hazimun, and the other drasha is a drasha teaching birchas hazan. According to Rashi's of Sheshis, there's no two separate things that necessitate a drusha. I Either have one drasha for Birchaz haziman, and that'll include the bracha of Hazan, or have one drasha for the Brach of Hazan, and that will include the Birchaz But to have two separate drashas means they're two separate things. In the world of Rashis or Sheshis, they're actually not two separate things. This is the question number four. So again, let's just to do it quickly. Kasha number one, Hazan's Daraisa, you can't skip it. Kasha number two, we pass of Sheishas. So how come the Gemara refers to benching as shalosh brachos and shalish shtey brachos? Question number three, how come everyone's benching in a practical sense? Look outside what the world's doing, everyone's benching three brachos. It can't be everyone's doing something wrong. And Kasha number four is the Gemara makes two different rushes. One drosh for B'chaz and one for B'chaz According to the Rashi's of Sheishas, they're the same thing. Why would I need two droshes? Those are two, four questions he has on Shita's Rashi. So, because of these questions, comes long tesis, and he says as follows: the therefore, Yesh the Forish, We should explain the Gemara Il. that the Gemara is going on the previous sugya dekamar echad mafsek That sugya that we said that one person stops on behalf of two on a bench. And the question is, how long, how much of the benching does he have to wait for? How long does he have to be mafsik for, in order to continue his eating? And that's Machleik, Esar Nachman, Rav Shesh, Esar Nachman, Tazan Avarech, Shesh Hazan. Until you finish Hazan, Umisham Ve'elech, and after Hazan, Yachli Yochid echel. the Yochid's able to eat on his own. V'lai Mishum De'chashiv Birchus hazon, Mi Zimun, and not because Birchus Hazan's part of the Zimun says to The Vada Yochid Nami Mishchayev Ba'Hazan, because the when it comes to a Yochid, he's also chayev to say Hazan. Aye, ah, if that's true, then how come Rabshesha says that you have to actually go ahead and, and wait for the person to finish saying the Birchazon? So explains Elamishum de Kim the Rok in a Bracha. Since Navorich's not a Bracha, and then Bish then Levada El Ygmur Im Birchazon. You can't just stop and continue to eat. Therefore, we have to wait till a bona fide bracha has been said, which is what? And therefore, once a bona fide bracha has been said, that is allows you want to say, Amen, you've waited enough time, and now you can go ahead and eat. And it finishes the And now, everything makes sense, because that means that we hold the Reb So, according to Teshviz, it comes out, a whole different Shatna in The, Gemara. the not asking how many brachas do I have to say. The Gemara is asking how many brachos are left to say after I was sick for a person for two people who wanted to bench. We have three people here Reuven, Shimon, Levi Reuven and Shimon want to bench Levi wants to keep eating he's mafzik like the Gemara earlier on a Memhei. Now that he's mafzik how long does he have to be mafzik for until he can continue to eat? Yeah, that's the that's the discussion here. Now, if that's the case then all the questions that Tis has had on the Gnrashi are answered. Question number one. How come, according to Rav Sheshit, the yachid doesn't say azan? The answer is, he doesn't say azan. Obviously. That's not the discussion here. Question number two is, if we pass on Rav Sheishis, why do we say Shalash Brachos? The answer is, because the Yachid benches, even according to Rav Sheishis, all three Brachos. Question number three is, practically speaking, why are people benching three Brachos? The answer is, because Rav Sheshit you have to. And question number four is why do we need two drashas? One for birchas hazimun and one for birchas azon. The answer is because there are two separate things in the world of Tezviz. So Tezviz in one fell swoop by saying that the, g- the Gemara is discussing a different case. The Gemara is discussing how long do you have to wait in order to go ahead and and be able to continue to eat in the case of Mufsikin answers all the questions on Rashi. Now, that being said, go try to read the Gemara according to Tezviz. Read the Gemara. The original discussion, the Gemara, <speaking in Hebrew> that, That's beautiful. Wonderful. It says the Gemara, 2 and 3, 3 and 4. What's that talking about? What do you mean 2 and 3, 3 and 4? We have one discussion here. How long do I have to wait for Mavsikin? What I do afterwards, I bench. How? Normally. So what's 2, 3, 3, 4? What, what is that? What's the, what's the whole discussion here? So this question is a tremendously hard question. Um, Because of this question, I looked around a little bit, I brought you here a tesis rush, I also found a tesis rabbi Yehuda that says the same approach, and the approach goes as follows. The approach is, after a person has heard the birkas Sazimun, the question is, how many brachos are left to say? How many remaining brachos are there to say? Now, that being said, the assumption is as follows. According to Rav Nachman, you only heard through Nevarich. You didn't, you, didn't, you weren't mafsik to listen to Birchas Hazan, and therefore you still have left to say three brachos, the Birchas Hazan, the Birchas and the Birchas Ben Yishalayim. And if you have a zimun, you already heard one. So therefore that's the four, was the zimun, that you, that you heard already, the kilo that you weren't mafsikin. For in a case you weren't mafsikin, you have to still say... The Zimun with your friends. So both cases are talking about a case where you eight with three people, and three brachas where you're mafsik for a Zimun, and four brachas is where you weren't mafsik, you're all going to bench together. That's in the world of Rav Nachman. When the world of Rav it's two and three. Two is talking about a place where you were mafsikin, you already heard Birchas Hazan, and therefore all that's remaining for you to bench is Birchas Aretz and Binyan Yerushalayim and Rav Shesh is this case where Yochayev in three brachos is a case where we want not and, and therefore you still have to make a zimon since you have to make a zimon that means that you also have to say the birchazazal and therefore there's three brachos left and that's going to be Terser's read. the Gemara says aye that tliya is not the same that tliya doesn't work out doesn't have to be so we can make Rav Nachman even having two and three and what would that be apolim. Birkhas is again talking about when there was a three people eating. And in the case where you say two is mafsikin for Birkhas because you already heard Hazan. And the case of three is you weren't mafsikin, and therefore you have a Zimun with the Birkhas Apolim. And according to Ravshatius, again the same thing. The three is where there was a mafsikin. So all you're saying is from Birkhas Aretz, Bani and also Atevamitim because it's Teraysa. And when you have to say four, it was, it was not Mafseekin, and since it was not Mafseekin, you have to say Azan. And a minir and, and So that's Tursus' approach. Yeah? So in Tursus's read of the Gemara, it's a bit of a harder read because the Gemara is not asking how many Brachas do you have to say. The question of the Gemara is how many Brachas are remaining. So that's a good way to put it. In the world of Rashi, is asking how many brachas should, do I have to say now? I want to bench. How many brachas do I have to say? How many do I have to say? Depends. You, you're saying a zimon, you're not saying a zimon. In the world of Tesis, means once I've already answered the zimon, how many brachas are remaining? That's Tesis' reading in the Gemara and two different pshatim. Tesis had four kashas on Rashi. His explanation took, answered up all of those questions. Now, we have a different issue here. Now we have an issue on Teisvus. In the world of Teisvus, there's also something catastrophic. In the world of Teisvus, what happened here? That means Reuben and Shimon wanted to bench. Levi wanted to keep eating. He was mafzik. In the world of Rav Sheshis, that means he heard Birchas and he said, "Omen, What did he do afterwards? He went to eat. That means that when he heard the Birchas Hazan he was still hungry. How do we know he was hungry? Because he wanted to keep eating therefore after he answered he was full he wasn't full he finished eating he ate more food and now he has to bench when did he stop eating? when he's full oh oh now he's full so I don't know about you I have a puzzle. the puzzle says chalta, besavata, you eat you're full and then you have a chiv to bench the chiv the rice kicks in when you're full when you're full friends now what's that mean? he was only full after after the mafsikin so how come he doesn't have to say "Birkas Hazan? And this is Rav Sheshes. Why is he putter from Birkas Hazan? Aye, because he was Mavsikin. He heard it already. Shukoyach, he heard it already. But he was Mavsikin. The whole reason he was Mavsikin is because he wanted to eat. Now he ate. Oh, he ate? So you don't have to say Birkas Hazan? Why? Because I heard it already? Who cares? The whole point is that you ate, you're full. Ah, you're full. <makes> so according to Teisvis, how could it be, how could it be that you you ate after you're Mavsikhin in the world of Shishis, nonetheless, you only had to say two brachas. Now this Kasha is a mam. It's a, a mam. I don't have an answer to this question. This question is so good, that Tisvis even asked it himself. This is one of the biggest pillars of the Sugya. The asks on himself, he says, "Veheichen choizan achras suda." Now, where does he go after the meal? Some what abundant army, the makom shepasak, the place where you ended, meaning to say, in, in the world of sheshes, you would pick up at no The hilchasah the makom shepasak, and that's a halacha. Ask tesis That's astonishing. Why? Dim kain that you pick up the makom shepasak heichah hilchasah the makom shepasak. How could the halacha be that you go back to Malka Shapasach? Hello, <laughs> he ate afterwards, and therefore pshita the yachzul the hazon. Then, why do you have to go back to the bracha of hazon? Why the hazon, the raisa? Hazon is the raisa. himself is aware of this kasha. Now, I'm making it more dramatic than it is, but I'm really not. I'll tell you why. Because in the next tsis in Devar Mascha Lulamanda Omar Tsis is going to bring a shita riff. and the riff is going to be a third opinion in the sugya. That we're gonna to get to momentarily, and then there's gonna be a whole new approach, not like Rashi, not like Tosis. The sheet to sarif. Now, Tosis doesn't explain to us why he brought the sheet to sarif. He doesn't have a kasha on his own opinion. Tosis the on If he's assuming like the riv, is he asking a very in his own opinion? So on one hand, it could be that the heichon is Assuming, like the sheet is a rift, the, 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 the question is, how come he didn't have own, his own question on, on the ramaskalaman? He's willing to say that Shampai Mavsikin that you from a in the world of Rapshatius when he himself is not willing to say that later on. It's a mystery by me. I don't know an answer to that question. If you haven't answered that question, please let me know. I don't have an answer. So, now let's see. Let's see this. This is in the he has two questions on Chita's Rashi. Kasha number one is that, first of all, how could Rashi hold that a yelchid's potter from Hazan? Hazan's deraisa. That kasha is an old kasha. We saw the kasha in the previous Tiferes Chil, and it's an excellent kasha. We would now ask that kasha on Tisis on Rav Sheshis, but that's fine. This is asked on Rashi. Beautiful. Comes on Tisis and asks a new question. And furthermore, since the discussion of the Gemara 2 and 3, 3 and 4, is talking about brachos. Why does it use the masculine of sh'naim and sh'lesha? The Gemara should have used the feminine language of sh'naim v'shalash. That's Akashi has in the expression of the Gemara, which is true. Throughout the course of the Gemara, we're talking about brachos. Now, in our Gersa, the, the text of the Gemara is actually in the feminine, right? It says, right. And that's clear, it's explicit in Rashi. And also, right. The whole time Rashi is talking in the Nekevas. So that question maybe isn't so difficult. The one expression that we had in the masculine is actually in the beginning of the suya, when we make that original tliya in the two Braisas. In the masculine. In the masculine. In the rest of the time, are said in the feminine. Here is the one place that said in the masculine. If So if you look in the Bach, the Bach actually changes it. The Bach says into the feminine. The the reason he does that is to answer for this is, Kasha. You're asking it's taught in the masculine. It's not true, it's taught in the feminine. And it's not in the feminine way because we're referring to brachos. So that's a simple way that a machleks negosayis. But, because of this, so the rift does something, the thesis brings a rift. And the rift is a whole new sugya. The sugya is a sugya of how many brachos, how many different brachos, how many different people, I'm sorry, are able to say brachos. <woo> and <Roxana> aren't referring to brachos, they're referring to people. That's why it's in the masculine. And the question is, how much can I chop up Birka Samazin into? So, the Riff makes an assumption. The assumption is that a person has to be able to say a whole bracha. It can't be that we chop up a bracha into half. That a person says half a bracha, and another person says another half a bracha. That can't be. It has to be that a person is saying a full bracha. So how many brachas, how many different people are able to say brachas in benching? Now, in order to determine that, we have to determine... What constitutes a bracha in and of itself? So, there, that would be the machluchus of Nachman or Sheishas. If you learn like of Nachman, the Vorich is a bracha in and of itself. And therefore, I could have three to four people saying brachos. I have three people saying brachos if there's no Zeman in the world of Nachman. And I have four people saying brachos if there is a Zeman in the world of Rav Nachman. And in the world of Rav Sheshis, if there's a Zeman, then I could have three people saying brachos, right, because let's say Azan is part of the Zimun. And if there's no Zimun, I have two people saying the brachos. Now, according to this approach to the riff, this is also difficult for multiple reasons. Number one, according to the riff, why is it that we have two different numbers being expressed? Three or four, two or three, just tell me the maximum number if there's the world of Rav Nachman up to four people can go ahead and say different brachos in the world of Rav Sheshis, up to three people can say brachos, where's the two come from? where's the three come from? so in the world of Rav Nachman maybe you can get out of it, right? that in the world of Rav Nachman three is without a Zimun and four is with a Zimun so up to four and three means without a Zimun but according to Rivshatius, so even if you don't have a Zimun, there's still three brachas being said. So if there's still three brachas being said, so then why would I ever say two? So Tosis is aware of this. And Tuzsa says, you know why we would say two? It doesn't mean two that it's only up to two. It's always able to be said three. But you could also have two as well. Meaning to say... For the same price, you could even have one person saying it. One person, two people, three people. It's just telling you it doesn't have to be three, it doesn't have to be two, it could be any number, anywhere. Which, in and of itself, is a Pella. Why would I think differently? I'm saying, if I'm able to break up your I'm able to break up Birkos HaMozon, have different people say different parts, so then, let me do that under any expression of it. Why would it be that I would have to I would think that Dafka two, Dafka three. What's going on here? Yeah, this the sheet also needs a beer. So now in order to answer this, I brought you here for Khadushimbiulum. Khadush Biorim is a Bhaimish al Ghana. Here's mamish from the Gdude, uh lived in the time of the Khazanish. His brother's still alive. There's a Menebrach, an old man. But uh Mamish Gain Odir and then Pshat, mamish could clear Pshat and Suggiz. So we write here, Bedas the Riff, that what's the Kiddush of the Riff? The Kiddush of the Riff is, you know, normally speaking, the whole concept of Zimun is that one person makes a bracha for someone else. So if the concept is a person's making a bracha for someone else, is a Kiddush, first of all, that, that could be more than one person doing it, right? If I usually, here you know, we wouldn't have more than one person, you know, someone by Lil Shabbos, one person makes a break, often the other one makes the bracha of the Kiddush, Right? That doesn't usually happen. That's what's happening here. Different people are making different brachos. That's number one. Number two is that besides that kiddush, you know, biurkas hamazon is a brachas mucho The brachos that each of the biurkas haaritz binyushalayim doesn't start with baruchatoh hashem because they're part of one set. And since they're part of one set, they don't necessitate their own psicha. Since that's true. There's another Chiddush, that even a the Bruch different people are able to say it. So that's the Chiddush, according to the riff, in according to the opinion of the Chiddush HaBiurim. Now, he wants to address the question that we asked, of why does it say 2 and 3, 3 and 4? The <coughs> just say the most amount. So he says something here, which I mamish don't understand. It's beyond me. Um, but I'll tell you what it says. He says that when it comes to if we just said 4 we just said, if we just said 3 in the world of Rosh we would have thought it had to be 4 it had to be 3, why would we have thought that? because we would have thought for whatever reason that it had to be equally divided but now that it told me 2 well, as opposed to Dafka 3, it told me 2 or 3 now I know I can break it up into however many that I want to that's the that's his explanation now this makes no sense to me no, i and not will tell you why why would I think that why would I have a Havamina that now that I'm baking up brachos I have to break them up equally between the different people in the Zimun why can't one person say two brachos another person say one bracha you can't I would have thought you can't it has to be three people three are three bust why because it's not fair the whole thing's not fair. Normally speaking, one person says that all four brachos, one person says all three brachos, and that didn't bother anyone. But now we're breaking it up. We would have had a hava that if the Gemara didn't just said three, it had to be three specifically, as opposed to two. I'm not sure why that is. If you understand it, beautiful. I had guys in my Shia trying to explain it to me. I'm not trying to be stubborn, I'm just trying to be rational. I don't understand what it means. What, what's that mean? I don't get it. Nothing here is fair. One person said all the brachos. That's fair? No. Aye, but when you're splitting it up already, it's different. Why? You could try. You could send me this. I'm less open to hearing about. If you want to try, you could try. But uh, I don't really get it. But the Mesa, regarding to what's the Chiddush of the Rif, that's very, very Gishmak. Now, besides that, he does something else here, which is unbelievable. And what he does is follows. He says that we had a question. Our question was, how come the Birchus aziman, everyone's counting to be one of the brachus? whereas when it comes to the Birchus it's only being counted as one of the Brachas if we're discussing the realm of Tovah being the but being the we wouldn't count it. Yet, if Birchus HaZimon, which the Pashtas is, is only the it's Pasha that we're counting it, the whole of Nachman is counting the Birchus HaZimon. So how could that be? So he wants to claim as follows, that Avada, when we're coming along, talking about how many Brachas we're counting... Zimun is the beginning of the process of everything we're discussing. So if we're discussing the beginning of the process, if you're discussing the whole process of benching, you can't not count Zimun. That's where the whole process is beginning from. You don't start counting the Mount of Brachas in the middle of the set. The of the set. So there, Misvara, everyone agrees that you have to count the Birchus of Zimun, even if it's only Drambanan. But once we get to ativa mitiv. And I tell you is after the set's finished. You already said, verach, shulayin, So then we're not gonna to continue to count that as part of the set unless it has the same if it has the same severity as the rest of the brachos. That's a but the rings true. It's an of subshat So now that being said, that would be a third mahalik in the Gemara. The Mahalik in the Gemara is. How many people are we able to break up the? How many people are we allowed to break up the Birkasa haziman into the Birkas into? And that's going to be depending how many brachas it's constituted of. So three different approaches in how to read pashat, the basic understanding of the gemara, and the way the gemara reads is going to be totally different according to each opinion. Very very geshmack, an intense piece of gemara. And now that's what left for us to do, is to actually go ahead and try to salvage Shittas Rashi. According to Shittis Rashi, we have, you know, at this point, four questions uh, that are very, very strong questions on his stance. Now, how are we going to go ahead now and deal with them? So in order to do this, I brought you two different opinions here from the G'deli Achrenim. There's a Pnei Yoshua, and I brought you also here from the Soloveitchik. Besides this, there's also a tztach. There's a, a tztach. is a, a commentary and in the Anuditu Yehuda. There's a Rash Yosef written by the Prima Godem. There's a lot, a, a lot, a lot written about this topic. I brought you two samples here. We'll talk about it. Some things are greater. Some things are more difficult. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll see what we uh, conclusions we're able to draw. So the Panei Yeshua has a chiddush here. The Panei Yeshua says that in order to bench. You know, and fulfill your obligation of Birchas Hamazon Midaraisa, You don't have to say Gemil'brachos. What you have to do is mention three different topics. You have to mention the topic of giving thanks for your Moslem. You have to mention the topic of thanks for Eretz Yisrael, and you have to mention the topic of Binyan Yerushalayim. Once you've mentioned all three of those topics, so then you've fulfilled your obligation of benching mid'Raisa now, that has to be within the framework of a bracha, but you don't have to say three separate brachas in order to fulfill that. And inasmuch as that's true, even if you don't mention the birchas hazan, right, since in the bracha of birchas ha'aretz it mentions the concept of giving thanks for mazal on a deraisal level that suffices, right? Allah ha'aretz, val ha'mazin you make a bracha, Ala Arutz, ala Mazen, part of the even Ma'ad Beyan Brachas, giving thanks for the Mazen itself. In the middle of the Brach, we say about like Hila's Mazen, Shatols in the furnace. Someone tell me, B'chol Yevocholis, B'chol Shav, Hakasuv, Yachalta, V'savantav Einach. Right, the whole Brachas Al is also constituent of mentioning Zon. So there claims the Pnei Shua, On a Derisa level, you have that fulfillment. I, what are you going to ask? We Paskin of Sheshes. And therefore, how come you're mentioning it? And what are you going to ask? Everyone mentions three Brachos. Says the prayer Yeshua that Rashi is talking, when he said this original discussion, is talking in a theoretical. What's that theoretical? The theoretical is what do you need to fulfill your biblical obligation before Chazal established a matbeah habracha. But we know there's a canton called matbeah habracha, there's a certain mint, a coinage for how to say it. He claims the Pnei Yeshua that once Chazal established the Matvea Bracha for Birkas Hamazon, they made up, they made a fixed text of three brachos. Then says the Pnei Yeshua, then everyone has to say that fixed text. Once you have to say that fixed text, that's your, in order to fulfill your obligation also on a rabbinic level. So now it comes along to the Pnei Yeshua and says as follows. Rashi says that in the world of Rav Sheis, only saying two brachos. That's on a theoretical level. On a fundamental level, all you have to do is say two brachas, not three. But on a practical level, now that Chazal made about at Be'a bracha, even Rav would agree that Midr you have to say all three brachas. You have to even say B'chaz Hazan. And therefore, you're going to ask me practically, look around, see what everyone's doing. I tell you, look around, see what everyone's doing. And now you'll see that what? That everyone's benching three brachas because now that's after a bracha I what are you going to ask there is a drasha for birchas azimut there's another drasha for birchas azon so how could that be so the answer is because even though there's not a need a separate need to say the bracha on a fundamental level there is a need to mention the concept on a fundamental level and maybe that's what the drasha on dafim ches is doing that would be the stance of the Pnei Hashua. It's a lot. Why is it a lot? Because in our Gemara, at there's no mention whatsoever that the Gemara is discussing on a fundamental level. Right? On a you know, on a level of principle. On a pragmatic level, Rashi would tell you that this whole discussion doesn't start inasmuch as in as much as practically speaking you have to fill the Durbanan also. The say that established that the whole din of the Gemara is only talking on a Fundamental level is a bit difficult. But the, if that's true, then all the kashas will fall away. And that's the Pnei Yeshua. Now I brought for you here a different piece, a piece of M'sul I misold this piece and I fell in love with it. I Vechek fell in love with it. It's so gishmak, And I'll tell you why it's so gishmak, Because he's going to take everything that we've learned up until now, mamish everything, and make a de Chilik, based off of all of our predetermined lambdas, and through that Chilik, enter up all the kashas in one fell swoop. Now, explain to you as follows. This is what he says. There's two different mechayivim for birchas hazan. There's the birchas hazan that an, a yachid who ate is obligated to say, and there's the birchas hazan of a tzibur, of a chabura. And this is the chiddush he says. When you have the mechayiv for birchas hazan of a chabura, you don't have the Mechaev of Birchos Hazan of the yachid. The two things are so inherently different that they're in no way, shape, or form codependent. They're totally independent one from the other. So says of Salvechik as follows. When you have a Mechaev to bench with a Zimon and you already heard Hazan or you didn't hear Hazan, they bench without you, Pashat. So now, what's your Machayiv to bench? Your Machayiv to bench is that according to Rav Hazan is part of Zimon. You can't say it. So there's no Machayiv to say Birchas Hazan. Are you eight? Yeah, but the Machayiv for you as an individual saying Hazan does not exist. So a Yachid who is supposed to bench within the context of a Zimon and didn't can only say Birchas Ha'aretz and bin Yerushalayim. But if you're benching as a Chaburah, you're benching as a guf echod, then the guf echod, part of the experience of the, of the muzin was as a chabura, then and after then, that's when you say said hazan. How as a chabura. But it says the that what happens if you have the yachid, the khila of a So what's machaib the birkhazon? The fact that you ate. So then, if that's true, then the yachid by himself, advantage as birch hazan. So, what was the question? How could the Yochid not say Birchaz Hazan? Hello, it's an in Indirai. Right. So, the answer is a the Yochid of Adda says Birchaz What are you going to ask me? Why do we say Shulch Brochus all the time we pass on like of Hashem? The answer is because every time a Yochid benches, he says three Brochus. Because he has a Bezunder and a he's a Mechayev of Hazan. And what else are you going to ask me? I, everyone's benching three Brochus, Boch Hashem. Because the Mechayev of Gimel Brochus of a Yochid is the fact that they ate. And what are you going to ask also? Why do we have two separate Joshas? Again, let's push it. Once Rebbechaz as zimun, one of zimun for an achilah shkabolo, and the other is birchaz That even a yachid has a to say. Mamish kafte v'feruch, and one fell swoop, a lamed she yisid. Mamish gavaldakavort that comes along with the selvech and says. Now, the problem with this vort and Rashi is because Rashi's Mafurish, not like this. I mamish pasha didn't know what to do with it, right? We mentioned this tangentially for a little bit, but I'm involved with Be'ez. Where do we see we saw in right? The Gemara has a Shailu over there. When do you go back? How far do you go back for if you already were Mavsikin? One opinion says, you're chizre, you should go back to the benching. And the other opinion says, where you stopped. Now, what's L'malqam Shepasok? Says Rashi. Where do you stop? You stop in a case where you're Mavsikin. You heard the whole birchas Hazan. And now when you start benching again, you go back to the Malkar Shapasak, the place where we stopped. Where is that? The birchas Ha'aretz. It says, Rashi, Kishar Yachid. He adds two more words. Kishar Yachid. So Rashi, Memvel, is a that every Yachid, according to Rav Sheshis, starts at birchas Ha'aretz. At Tzapircha. At no So now, you're gonna be upset with me. Why are you gonna be upset with me? You're gonna say, what are you talking about? How can you say such a thing? was a going, knew Gamarashi better than you do. And you're right, he did. So how could it be that he, he missed out on a klashen of of rashim and Vavamud Bez? So I was so bothered by this question, I went over to Rablau. I said, Reblau, this is the piece where Solvichek said. Yeah, I hear, Geshmak, very nice. I saw Reblau, this is a Rashim and Vavamud Bez. And he stood there for two minutes, and he said, "I don't know. It sounds like a pircha." So I, I don't know what to do with this. Be'etzem, I want Roshelavitchik to be right. Mitzad the lamedest in the sugia it's mamish beautiful. Mit'ad the words of Rashi, it can't be. So this, I'm also turning to you. I don't know how to help me. I want to salvage this piece of Roshelavitchik. I don't know how to. So at this point, I'm I'm, I'm learning like the peniy Yeshua, even though it's sim in the in the in the once called in the. In the, in the actual words of Rashi, but in regarding to making a cohesive Pshat that's gonna work within the, the text of Rashi through and through, that seems to me, out of the two options we learned together, it seems to me the best option. So that's in the world of of learning up the sugya, three Pshatim and how to answer for Rashi from the Kashy of the Risham. Now, to end off, we're gonna put here And how do they say it? There's a cherry on the on the on the whipped cream, a cherry on the top, yeah? So there's a din. I am going to talk about this din. I had this question when I was learning the sugya. And Mama Shabal some question. So it's like this. We know there's something called da Chazakadaraba is that when a kid's 13 years old, so in order to be high in Ritzvah Sderaisa, not only does he have to be 13 years old one day, but he also has to have two sa'aris. He has to have... Pub- he has to have started puberty. He has to have pubic care. If he doesn't have two sa'aris... So then he's not chayven mitzvahs even if he's older than 13. So there's something called chazaka der Chazaka means that once a kid is 13 years old, we could assume he has Cyrus even without any kind of checking. Assume that he's already reached puberty, he's 13 years old, and therefore he can fulfill mitzvahs on behalf of others. Now, there's an issue. The issue is that only works for dine der But in dine der we don't rely on chazaka derabba. So, there's a big discussion in the Peskin. What happens if you have a 13 year old boy in a house and the father's not home for whatever reason and he wants to make Kiddush for his mother? His mother's in Kiddush Midaraisa. Even though Kiddush is a his essay, Chazman Groma, there's a hequish between Shamar and Zachar. And whoever's in Shmirah, they're prohibited, they're in the prohibitions of Malekha Shabbos are also obligated in Zachar, they're obligated in Kiddush. That Khiv is a, dera- a deraisa even for women. So it comes out that there's a lady with a Khiv Daraisa, that her son with a Safik Khiv Daraisa, Safik Khiv Darabana, wants to be made to her through Kiddush, and there's no Din of Chazacha Darabah. Why? Because we're talking about a Din Daraisa. So Mr. Brewer here, I brought for you as a whole big discussion. Maybe she should say good Shabbos Kiddush, and then it works with Kiddush Daraisa, maybe she should have a Myriv, all these different Eitzas. Comes along Rebbe Khiv and says a whole different chat. And B'kiva says, let her say Kiddush, parts of Kiddush, with the Son. What does he mean to say? We know there's a dinder to say Kiddush HaLokreis. So there's only one Kiddush cup. There's only one person making a bracha on the wine. So that's going to be the Son. So let the Son say the bray Pregofen. Let the Son start saying, right, the, the beginning of Kiddush. And then we're going to get to the middle of Kiddush. So the lady is going to get, we're going to get to the point where it says, right, that So she'll say that line by herself. The son will say everything. She'll come in. She'll jump in. And then she'll be quiet and listen to the rest of it. So there, it says Eger, the din kiddish she fulfilled when she says with Shabbos kol shechabi avot and chaltono. The rest of the din were only derabanan and she could rely on the Chazak of the Rabbah. That the Mishnah Brurah brings the halacha brings it, and that seems to be an approach. The Rivka brings in It's brought Mishnah Brurah. Yes the Chazanisha pesh There's a riff in our sugya. The riff in our sugya is paskin lahalacha. The There's out of the three approaches in the Rishayim the shukhanorach is explicit like the riff. That the whole discussion is how many different people are able to say And the whole assumption of the Riff, the whole premise of the riff is you can't break a bracha into two. So yes the Khanisha How could it be Eger entertain that a lady is saying part of a bracha and her son saying the rest of it? That means that in one bracha we have two different people saying it. She's being made see. A one bracha, when two different people said it. That's mamish against him, a 4 in and bracha stuff, and vavam at heichon bircho sa'zimun, that a, bracha, a person can only say one bracha. A bracha can't divide it by two different people. So yes, asked the Chazanish, how could it be that Rabbi Kiva Eger entertained such a thing? And he left with a tzorchiyin. So I brought for you a stapler. The stapler said a gashma to answer this up. The stapler wanted to say as follows. The stapler said, when is it that we have that a person two people can't say one bracha. That's only when the two people, when we combine two people, and through combining two people, each one's going to say half a bracha. Meaning to say that two people cannot create a bracha, the concept of a bracha. But regarding the son himself, the son by himself is saying a full bracha. So in order for a bracha to be said here, we don't need the lady. The lady... Theoretically, should be able to listen to an entire bracha. And at least, so the bracha exists without a tziruf. So claims the stipler that the whole limitation of our Gemara is that creating a bracha, an entire bracha vis a vis a tziruf. But if a bracha exists, and to create the matbeah bracha, I don't need a tziruf, so now a person wants to use Shemaiah Kaina in order to fulfill their obligation, of bracha, so claims the stipler, there, in a case where we're not using the tziruf to establish a bracha, there claims that the stipler, then we don't have a problem of using part of a bracha from one person and a different part from a different person. There we don't see that there's any kind of hindrance of a, a person being say part of a bracha shamei in and part of a bracha by themselves. As long as the totality of a bracha exists without a tziruf, Claims a stipler, that suffices. So if that's true. Then Rabbi Kibev goes geshmak. The son saying the entire kiddush by himself. The mother wants to be a part of that kiddush and part of it with her own with her own emirah. so that the raisel shall fulfill their own Amira. The rabbanon shall beitz with the shmeiakalinen, and that's on a kasha from our Gemara. And the Chazanish obviously didn't hold this chilek. And really, he blabbed it Ian and. That's that. So, Mitzah is a Gashmaka like, Silgia three Machlaikas, three Machlaikas, three Shaylim, Rashi Teses, the Rif, different ways, different ways that the whole had to read the Gemara, word for word in the Gemara. There are a lot of Hedushim that came out of it. But, Mitzah Shem, I'm waiting well, to hear what you tell me about uh, this pizza, of the Leveitchik. I'm looking forward to starting Suez Theum Mitzah Hashem next week. <laughs>